I drive zero RB in Dynasty. Pass up a young receiver? Nah, I couldn't be me. My fifth wide receiver and it's only round seven Not sure if I'm dead, cause I think this is heaven Now forget what he said and listen to me What you really wanna do is stack those RBs You can be Linda, just let me be frank Those RBs on your roster is money in the bank One says it's awful, the other says it's great It's time to buckle in for a dynasty debate Welcome and welcome and welcome in episode 121 of the Dynasty Debates, the best kept secret in all of Dynasty fantasy football. I am your humble host, as always, the humblest host in the biz, Evan Brown. You can catch me on Twitter at FFEvanLution. You can follow the show at Dynasty Debates. You can drop me an email, DynastyDebates at gmail.com. Many ways to get in touch. Let me know what you love, what you hate, what you want to hear more of about the show. Folks, we have made it. We have made it. Week one, the NFL season is upon us. The previews have been previewed. The offseason has been talked around to and just to death, let's be honest. I am so ready for week one. It is here. I am excited. So today's episode is going to be fairly short. It is sort of a preview what you can expect in season this year for year two of Dynasty Debates. That is a little intro. Spoiler alert for a great little segue I've got here just to remind you about the epic, epic free, very key, crucial word um, giveaway that I'm doing at the moment. So as I mentioned last episode, and if you're on Twitter, you may have seen this week, week one of the NFL season marks the second, well, the one year anniversary, the start of the second year of Dynasty Debates. So thank you very much to everyone who has come along, listened, jumped on, been a guest, um, downloaded some episodes, left some reviews. Appreciate you all. We are getting ready for season two. It is going to be bigger, better, and even more exciting. There's going to be... the. I'll get into that in a minute, actually. I'm getting ahead of myself, but there is a giveaway. So all you got to do, all you have to do, and this is absolutely free. I must remind you, absolutely free. Will only cost you about a minute of your time. You go on to Apple Podcasts. If you don't have an Apple iPhone, what are you doing with your life? JK. Just get a friend or family member's Apple iPhone. Go onto the podcast store hit subscribe, leave a five-star review, get a screenshot, send me that screenshot either on Twitter at FFEvolution, at the show, at Dynasty Debates, or through email if you don't have a Twitter. Once you've done that, you will be entered to win a one-year subscription to the Dynasty GM tool. This is awesome, folks. It's about a $50 value, so it is it is worth something. It will help make you a better Dynasty player. It's an awesome tool made by Dynasty nerds who I do writing and rankings with. You will be able to see um, all your shares of different players. You'll be able to see a breakdown of the, the strengths and weaknesses of the different players in your Dynasty teams. You'll be able to see a trade calculator. You'll be able to see rankings. It's a really awesome tool. Um, it's a lot of fun to use, and I just want to say thank you to all the amazing people who have been listening for this first season and getting ready for season two. So just a reminder, like I said, jump in there, get those reviews, those five-star reviews. We're going to leave it open for the first couple weeks of the season um, and hit me up with a chance to win. So without any further ado, let's talk previews for season two. The main event. Fight! So as you already know, if you've been listening to the show at all, or even just by the title, it is a dynasty show. So dynasty debates. Um, However... In season, 
a lot of Dynasty, there's a lot of crossover between Redraft and Dynasty. So in season, it'll be a different feel and format. If you listened last year, you know some of the segments that I will be bringing back, which I really love, and I believe you really love some of them as well. So I'm actually going to do, last year was just one show a week uh, on a Thursday uh, with a guest. Now, I'm going to be doing something slightly different this year, again, just to try and bring the best content possible, keep you guys on your toes, keep you guys winning some championships. I'm going to be doing two shows a week. Okay, so kind of crazy. Buckle in. Here's how it's going to go. On a Tuesday, I'm dropping a show that is going to be a solo pod, a very short, probably 20 to 25 minute show. It's going to be talking There's a couple of new segments. There's going to be the dog show. We're going to be talking about the biggest scores from the weekend who absolutely blew up and what we think their implications could be for Dynasty. Going to give you some recap of just the weekend in case you didn't miss some of the games or maybe you only saw one or two of the games or maybe you just were busy that weekend and you didn't catch everything. Just going to hit some of the key talking points and what my takeaways are personally for Dynasty and then also give you some waiver wire, um, just kind of some waiver wire tips like who I'm looking for, who I'm looking at, and maybe what I would spend as far as fab, things like that. And then I'll remind you obviously of the upcoming show later in the week, which this will be the show you're probably more used to, more familiar with from last year. So there will still be a Thursday show with a guest every week where we'll be talking news and notes. We'll be talking a breakdown of sort of some players that we really love, maybe some players that were fading we're going to be talking some trade targets some guys that we're trying to go out and acquire we're going to be talking in season dynasty strategy so at this point in the season what are you looking to do with your squad if you're in dynasty are you looking ahead to next year are you going for it are you pushing your chips into the table so things like that as always there will be time to um, throw in some questions as well so if you have questions throughout the season if something i say on a podcast makes you think of something or if you just have a question you know maybe you're new to dynasty or maybe you've been playing dynasty for a while but you have a question about a player or a situation feel free to throw me the question either on twitter at ff evolution or on the show at dynasty debates or just drop me an email dynasty debates at gmail.com i'll leave room occasionally or weekly if we need to to have a little question segment so there you have it. That's a little bit of an overview of what we can expect, what we can get excited for with this season. I am super excited. Um, looking forward to having those two shows every week, trying to give you some insight um, for all the elements of your Dynasty roster. So like I said, waiver wires, what's happening, the news, how do we digest that in light of Dynasty? And of course, having awesome guests throughout the season that you will get a fresh perspective from and you'll hear great information from and you can just kind of continue to hone your Dynasty skills. So very, very much looking forward to the season this is going to drop on thursday which is literally week one beginning bills rams so i'm just going to do a couple of little segments just to give you a taster um give you just me myself giving you the the insights that i'm looking forward to um get you ready for week one employee of the week Wow, I love that drop. I have not heard that drop since probably the end of December there. I uh, Apologies, I'm just re- waxing reminiscent here and just remembering the good times. I'm excited for the season. I hope you are too. So employee of the week, if you didn't listen last year, I do a quick segment. This will be on the Thursday show with some with a friend, with a guest. Uh, and we do two little quick segments here. We call it Bus Mart and Studs Are Us. Now, Bus Mart is basically us talking about looking ahead and saying, here's a play that we've heard some buzz on we hear some people getting excited or or people maybe had a 
big week last week and they're excited to throw back in their lineups. And we're saying, hold on, pump the brakes. Let's just slow down and think about it. So we're just trying to give you a heads up or a warning. And then Studs Are Us is exactly what it sounds like. It's just picking out a couple players that are maybe outside the top sort of 36 um, wide receivers of consensus, like top starters for the week that we're saying, actually, even though they're a bit lower on the charts, we think they're in for a really solid week. So again, just trying to give you some insight into game theory, how we look at matchups, how we plan our, our lineups and help hopefully give you a bit of an edge when you're setting those lineups, because I know start set decisions can be a bit of a nightmare. Now, because I am flying solo, I'm just going to give you a little bit of an insight into some of the players, a couple quick players that I'm looking at, um, you know, that I'm excited about or that I am fading potentially. I will be writing an article. Those of you who like to read, I'll be writing a weekly um, flex article over on Dynasty Nerds. So my first article will be going up for the season. Uh, as far as the flex, it's called, you know, let's talk about flex. Hey, not even sorry about it. Um, but yeah, so a couple of the players that I'm highlighting in the article that I like um, would be Kadarius Tony. So he comes in wide receiver 43 for the fantasy pros expert consensus rankings. So outside of your top 36, um, as, as we've become all too accustomed with, he has been kind of dealing with these like on and off injuries, all, uh, all off season, all training camp, all preseason and, there's definitely been a lot of concern about him, but apparently the last sort of word that we've heard is that he is good to go, ready to go for week one. I think when he's on the field, you need to throw him in the lineup. I'm fairly excited about the New York Giants, as weird as that sounds to say, with Brian Dable being in town. They're taking on the Tennessee Titans. The Titans just lost Harold Landry, sadly. Um, they probably won't be able to get to Danny Dimes as much as they would like with that new revamped offensive line. Hopefully, Saquad is back to his old self, taking some of the pressure off Again, they don't have a particularly strong secondary. Um, and we've seen Tony be absolutely electric when he is healthy, when he is on the field. So I would be happy to throw him in as my uh, studs are us employee of the week for week one. Somebody outside the top 36 that I think is going to play well. I'm going to throw into my lineups where I have him in the flex and I'm expecting a big week from him. Now, on the flip side, Bad news bears, and then to be fair, we'll normally do the bad news first, get the bad news out of the way. Apologies, I got too excited, got ahead of myself there. You'll have to forgive me. But as far as Bussmart, maybe somebody people are hyping up, people are getting a little bit excited, maybe get a little bit ahead of themselves. I am actually going to bring up James Robinson. Now, don't hear what I'm not saying. Don't hear, I hate James Robinson. I think he sucks. He's a bum. I love James Robinson. I love the James Robinson story. I've loved the James Robinson experience. Um, now, he's not very highly ranked. He's coming in at RB44, but he has. they have come out and said that they expect him to be in the lineup and ready to go for week one, which, in my opinion, is bonkers. It is an absolute miracle that he is even suiting up, being ready for this. He tore his Achilles last season. This is insane. Just a couple years ago, this would have been a death sentence for running backs. Now he is just one of many guys who are trying to get back in the swing of things literally less than a year later. I find that shocking. Now, just because he will be playing does not mean he will be the same person he was before the injury. So that's my concern. I'm happy to take the L on him. Um, you know, in week one, if he comes out and absolutely balls and gets two touchdowns, that's okay. I feel comfortable with the process of saying, hey, 
Happy for James Robinson, the person. Happy for the story. Hopefully it works out well. He's going to ride week one on my bench. And I want to see how things look. I want to see how he looks. I want to see how much work he is getting. I just feel like people are so excited and they're reminiscent of how amazing James Robinson has been for their fantasy teams. They're forgetting that it's absolutely nothing short of a miracle that he's even suiting up for week one, let alone going to give you some brilliant fantasy production. So those are two guys, um, one good, one bad that I would sort of be looking at there. And, um, just a little bonus one. If you do, if you know, Thursday night, if you want some skin in the game and you're in a deeper league, I'm going to, I'm happy enough throwing Isaiah McKenzie in the lineup. You know, that is somebody that over the off season, his stock has risen and risen. It sounds like he has locked in that slot role for the bills, which is very productive. Cole Beasley had almost a hundred targets out of the slot last year, which would have been top 10 for slot targets in the NFL. Obviously it is going to be, we're hoping a bit of a absolute shootout. Vegas gives it a 52 and a half point over under one of the highest over unders of the week. So I think you could do a lot worse than throw McKenzie in the, in, in one of your um, wide receiver slots. If you've got a deeper league, so like a 12 team league with a lot of, um, a lot of starting spots or a 14 or 16 team league saying that don't forget, put him in a wide receiver slot. Don't put him in a flex slot because it is a Thursday night game. Stay on target. Stay on target. Another segment we will be hitting every week is trade targets. We're going to be talking actual trades. So trades that I've done, trades that my guest has done, trades that you have sent in and want analyzed because trading is one of the most important, one of the most crucial and one of the most fun parts of Dynasty to help you uh, build your team, get better because you have a finite amount of resources. You need to find ways to buy low, sell high, etc., etc. Now, a couple of things, guys, to remember, it's going to be super hard to remember. It's very difficult, but I want you to take mental note. Maybe even write this down. It is week one. Crazy things happen in week one. Things are going to happen that are going to make you want to tilt. Things are going to happen that reconfirm your recency bias or your preconceived notions of how things are going to go. Wise man once said, a fool draws conclusions from week one. A wise man makes observations from week one. So let's not get caught in that camp of being foolish and thinking that somebody sucks because they have a bad week one or that somebody's a league winner just because they have a good week one. Now, having said that, what I like to do after week one, there are always overreactions. So maybe you're not smart enough. Maybe your colleague mates aren't smart enough to be listening to dynasty debates. Um, well, you should tell them about it. I know it's hard to do, but hey, it helps me out. Come on, help me help you. Be a friend, tell a friend. We are going to look at a couple of players here. I'm just going to give you a highlight. A couple of players. There's been one thing I like to do in the offseason. You think about, okay, there are narratives that are building around certain players. There are just fears that are building around certain players. And that those are ones that you can take advantage of, especially if they do have a struggle week one. A couple of guys that come to mind that fit into that camp on the positive and on the negative side. For me. On the negative side, so we're taking advantage of negative situation um, and possibly flipping it to a positive for us is Antonio Gibson. I love Antonio Gibson. He's been so much fun to root for over these last couple of years, and he has been brilliant at times. I think he's a talented running back. However, before the unfortunate incident with Brian Robinson where he got shot, the Washington commanders made it very clear that they did not believe Antonio Gibson is the dude who can take the full-time workload and get all the work that we want him to have for fantasy, and they were actually looking to offload a lot of that work onto Brian Robinson. The word on the street is that he is recovering well. He's going to miss the first four weeks of the season, but he may actually be back after that, in which case Antonio Gibson, if he smashes in week one, I want to flip him. 
I want to get the maximum amount of profit. We've already had him around for a couple of years. Um, he, I don't think he's ever going to be a top 10 or top 12 dynasty running back. Sadly, I think his stock could continue to plummet once Robinson is back in the middle of the season or coming up later on the season. So if he smashes in week one or even week two, I would be looking to get out from under him and move on and maybe get some good capital and maybe another young and upcoming player for him. Um, but yeah, that is kind of the reasons the thought process is behind that. You've got to think ahead, not get caught up in the joy and excitement of week one, um, especially if it's somebody that you think even this year could diminish in returns. Now, on the positive side, so somebody that we were wanting to take advantage of maybe as a buy low is DK Metcalf. Now, DK Metcalf was literally i mean i think this time last year i believe he was you know wide receiver one or two or somewhere around there obviously he's got a downgrade at quarterback i appreciate that i i fully understand that i don't expect geno smith or drew lock to be the long-term solution in seattle but kk metcalf is a beast he is an absolute stud muffin he is a talented wide receiver and we are playing dynasty folks if dk metcalf comes out and struggles in week one which he may not there's a lot of a suggestion that you know geno smith really loves to target dk metcalf he may have a monster game but if he struggles at all if he gets 10 points 12 points um only a few targets no touchdowns I would swoop in and see what kind of a deal you can get on DK Metcalf. I still have him inside my top 10 wide receivers in Dynasty. I still think he's a supreme talent. He just had a big extension. They want to build around him. He is a stud. So he's somebody that I'm looking to take advantage of over reactions at the weekend. And last guy I'll throw out here, because again, there's several of these type of players, and I'm sure you probably can, now that we've talked about it, you're probably going to start formulating ideas of some of your own. There's plenty to talk about, but somebody that absolutely baffles me and blows my mind, but apparently this is where we're at, is Brees Hall. I can't believe we're talking about an absolute dog like Brees Hall, who was the first running back drafted in this draft class. They traded up to get him, who is an absolute freak athlete and had an amazing production profile. We're talking about him as a buy low. But here we are, folks. People have been overthinking it. People are worried about the depth chart showing him a second running back. Honestly, guys, if he comes out and doesn't get much run in week one and Michael Carter looks like a stud, which I love Michael Carter. Don't again, don't hear what I'm not saying. I do love Michael Carter. But man, Brees Hall is a stud. He he is a dude. He's going to get opportunity. He's going to be an awesome running back. Um, I, I genuinely, if he comes out and struggles week one and there and M Michael Carter looks awesome, um, or just the running game sucks because they're playing Baltimore and that could happen, man, go and see if you can get a sneaky deal on Brees Hall. You will thank me later. Again, guys, there's many, many guys like this. Hopefully this has made you think about it. Let me know some of your own. Let me know some of those deals that you get. Be aware of week one overreactions. They are a real thing. You can get serious deals and discounts done. I am going to be in the market looking for some deals after the week one overreactions. First question, everyone. Question. 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 I have a lot of questions. It's a ridiculous question. How dare you? This is so important, I should run to answer it. Another segment we will be doing regularly is the question time segment. So you can always drop questions to me, the show, the email, and we will get to them every week as much as possible because love to hear from you guys love to hear what you're thinking what your questions are help make you better in actionable ways i'm all about the actionable advice we did have an awesome question that got dropped in here from rich at dynasty island on twitter what players or situations are you monitoring for a potential week one breakout that's a great question it does sort of go similar in a similar vein to what we just talked about as far as looking for overreactions but one thing i like to do is um you know especially in those first couple 
couple of weeks there. I want to keep an eye. I want to look at some of these guys that I like that I've got my eye on, um, but they're rookies maybe, or maybe they're in their new situations. I want to see things like, for example, um, Chris Olave is a great example of this. Chris Olave. I want to see how many snaps is he playing? How many targets is he getting? Even if he doesn't have a big week, we want to see how much are they on the field? How much are they getting them the ball? How much or how much is he just running routes, being involved? Same with George Pickens. So George Pickens, there's been a lot of buzz. I'm a big believer. I love George Pickens. But if he comes out and only gets three targets, has a really quiet game, there might be people uh, panicking. There could be. You never know. Again, week one, we've waited for so long that we've built things up so much in our minds that there's guys like Pickens, there's guys like Damian Pierce. If they don't come out and smash in week one, there's going to be people who are disappointed, confused, and maybe even panic, you know, because that's just what happens. We get so excited and so hyped up. We get that week one L on our plates and everyone's freaking out. So look at guys like Olave, look at guys like Wandale Robinson, even, you know, guys like Ramondre Stevenson. We've heard a lot of buzz about, man, he could be using the James White role. He could be using this role, that role. He could be used like this player, but I want to see it. Is he on the field as much, if not more than Damian Harris? How many targets is he getting? I'm not even worried about who has a big game or not. Those are obvious buys, but man, check the stats. See how often they were on the field, how many snaps they got, how many targets they got, how involved in the offense were they? So guys that I'm looking to hopefully take advantage of early, Chris Olave, Wandale Robinson, Ramondre Stevenson. Some of those kind of guys that we have the signal they could be important parts of the offense. But if they disappoint in week one, you never know. You never know, especially you get somebody that there's a lot of hype on. They have a big week. They have a two touchdown weekend, but you don't believe in them as much. You can flip them sometimes or add a little sugar on top and get yourself a ticket to the Olav Garden. Get it? Get it? See what I did there? Not going to sorry. Not going to say sorry. It's week one. I'm excited. I know you're excited. Guys, I'm going to wrap it up there. Like I said, just I wanted to give you a little bit of a heads up what the season is going to look like, what kind of shows you can expect Tuesdays, Thursdays. There's going to be a guest every Thursday. It's going to be awesome. We're going to get you ready for the week to come. We're going to talk about the week that passed. We're going to give you waiver wire targets. We're going to talk about trades. We're going to help you win some championships. It's going to be great. Don't forget, get in there, subscribe, like, follow, do all that good stuff. And don't forget, leave a five-star review. Send me the screenshot. You can possibly win a free subscription for a year to Dynasty GM. It is an awesome tool. Guys, have an amazing week one. Don't forget to send me your questions. Let me know how your week one got on and hopefully you all get that big W. Speak soon. I drive zero RB in Dynasty. Pass up a young receiver? Nah, I couldn't be me. My fifth wide receiver, and it's only round seven. Not sure if I'm dead, cause I think this is heaven. Now forget what he said, and listen to me. What you really wanna do is stack those RBs. You can be Linda, just let me be frank. Those RBs on your roster is money in the bank. One says it's awful, the other says it's great. It's time to buckle in for a Dynasty debate. <laughs>